If you were a nurse being bullied at work, would you feel protected or would you feel thrown to the lions? On episode 96 of the Nurse Keith Show, we're talking about lions, gazelles, nurses, and the circle of safety. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Nurse Keith Show. This is episode 96. We're on our march to episode 100. Thanks for being part of the Nurse Keith Nation. As always, this podcast is all about you, your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that are going to get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. We're now reaching listeners on six continents, and like I've mentioned before, if you have any nurse friends who are working down in Antarctica, please let them know about the show so I can reach seven continents. That would be so exciting. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of Nurse Podcasters, along with RNFM Radio, the Innovative Nurse Show with Kevin Ross, Elizabeth Scala's Your Next Shift podcast, and the Gluten-Free RN with Nadine Grzykowiak. We have two new podcasts ready to launch, hopefully in March of 2017. So head on over to PulseMediaNetwork.com to learn more about what's happening over there. You can find me on iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. So please find me on social media. Head over to nursekeith.com and you can find links to all of my stuff there, including my blog. And if you want to see the show notes for today's episode, they are at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 96. That's nursekeith.com forward slash episode 96. So I'm thrilled you're here. I want to dig into today's topic, and I will follow up after with any other announcements. So just the other day on February 20th, 2017, I posted a blog post on Digital Doorway, my nursing blog, called Lions, Gazelles, and Nurses. And the subject has been on my mind for a long time. It's been on my to-do list. And this isn't going to be bullying 101. I'm not going to cover all the different aspects of bullying. We will cover it again, and I will touch back on this subject over the course of time. But I wanted to talk about the certain aspect of organizational hierarchy that feels really important to me to point out right now. And we know that all organizations, all units, all agencies, all businesses, all facilities have hierarchies, and that's perfectly okay. But sometimes it can feel like the law of the jungle. It can feel like we're really struggling to keep our head above water and to understand the culture and why we're being treated the way we're being treated and why things work the way they do. And I wanted to elucidate this notion, especially of newer nurses and nurses who are, let's say, vulnerable to negative behavior, incivility, bullying, and other types of things that we know happen kind of in a predatory manner, especially in hospitals, but it can happen in non-hospital arenas as well. So... When a new nurse starts on a unit, maybe this is you or someone that you know, maybe this is you in the past, you can feel a little bit on the outside. You're a little bit behind the eight ball because everybody knows each other and they've been working together and you're the new kid on the block. And 
you also don't know where things are. You don't know how things work. And maybe you're just out of nursing school. So you need some guidance. You need some mentorship. You need a preceptor, someone to take you under their wing. And what I've heard about so much over these years is that these new nurses often get left on the outside. There's older nurses or more, at least more experienced nurses who roll their eyes when the new nurse asks for help or asks for advice. They do their best to make sure the new nurse gets difficult assignments to make his or her life as terrible as possible. There's bullying that happens that's very out front. And there's bullying that happens that's pretty subtle, that's not really on the surface. It's the subtle stuff that's hard to document because it's it's not something you can necessarily write down. It's sometimes it's just a feeling. It's the cold shoulder that you're given. And it's not necessarily someone setting you up for failure. It's just that they're not helping you to succeed very much. So these new nurses can often get thrown to the lion, so to speak, and it's a very sad state of affairs. And I wanted to bring this up on the Nurse Keith Show because I know there are nurses out there who experience this type of aberrant behavior. And one reason I titled my blog post Lions, Gazelles, and Nurses is because I heard a podcast or I watched a documentary, I can't remember which, but I heard this story of out on the African savanna, where you have herds of gazelles, those gazelles keep watch for lions, which are their natural and most common predator. And one of the things that the gazelles do behaviorally, if I'm remembering correctly, is that naturally the young gazelles are kept in the center of the herd, away from the edges, so that the lion can't pick off the young gazelles and kill them. And this is actually a biological and genetic imperative for the gazelles, because as you can imagine, if the babies are left on the outside of the circle of safety, the lion is going to get the babies, because the lion will go for the path of least resistance and the least amount of calories burned to get his or her dinner or lunch or breakfast. And that doesn't help the gazelle gene pool very much to have the babies picked off. So the babies are kept in the center so they're safe so that they can grow to maturity and continue the lineage and have babies of their own. What I heard in this documentary that I either watched or listened to was that the older and sicker and potentially lame gazelles are often left on the outside of the circle of safety, and they're the ones who get picked off by the predators. And this also does make sense biologically and genetically for the gazelles. Allow the predator to get the old gazelle, the aging gazelle, or the disabled gazelle, and keep the babies in the center. Now, I want to draw a comparison to the healthcare environment in the healthcare environment, we do see a herd mentality. You might see a lot of people out there acting like sheep and following each other, and this can be both good and bad, usually negative. You know, the kinds of nurses who follow along with a bully and they play to the bully because that's how they protect themselves from him or her, and they actually, in a way, are complicit with the bully, sometimes feeding her so that, well, actually what I mean is feeding her 
in a way that empowers her behavior, her aberrant behavior, to make it look normal or feel normal, or they are silently complicit with the bully. And the bully is the lion. The bully is the nurse predator. And I'm sure many of you have known these nurse predators over time. There are doctor predators and others as well, but I'm talking here about nurse-to-nurse lateral violence, actually. So in this herd mentality, what I want to illustrate and what I talked about in my blog post is that let's consider the example that I used in the blog post of a large med surge unit. And we have older, very experienced nurses on that unit. And we have some who are kind of mid-career, you know, they've been working two, four, five, maybe seven or eight years as a nurse. And then you have Fresh-faced novices, nurses just out of nursing school in their first year of practice. Maybe they've only been practicing a few months. So we have quite a mix, quite across the board. So let's place a lion in the herd. Let's place a nurse bully, maybe even a queen bully, someone who really rules the roost. The administration is scared to death of her. The nurse manager just turns a blind eye to everything that she does and says no one documents anything that she does. And this bully is allowed to run rampant through the unit. And some of you are probably nodding your heads right now. You've either seen it or you've heard stories of it, and you know that this happens on a regular basis. So unlike the herd of gazelles, remember we talked about the herd of gazelles a few minutes ago, where the babies, the let's say the quote-unquote novices, are kept on the inside of the circle of safety so that they're safe from predators. Whereas on this unit, The new nurses can often feel they've been thrown to the lions. They've been thrown to the wolves, to the predators. They're on the outside of the circle of safety, and they're completely vulnerable to attack and intimidation and harassment and discrimination because they're not being protected by the rest of the herd. Now, sometimes the ones left on the outside can also be older, more experienced nurses. We might have a bully on the nursing unit who is actually a newer nurse, a younger nurse, who is actually throwing around her, I'm just out of school and I'm better than everyone type of attitude. And she actually turns people against a more experienced older nurse. And that nurse gets thrown out of the circle of safety into a more vulnerable position. So it can work both ways in terms of that generational power dynamic. So when a newer nurse in particular is fresh blood for a bully or a predator, or we can say the lion within the herd or the lion that's stalking the herd of nurses, they are, like I said, unsure of themselves. They need to ask questions. They need support. And that opens him or her up to being stalked by the bully or by those who support the bully. Now, many members of a nursing herd will basically turn away from the bully. They will try not to call attention to themselves. They won't confront the bully. And this means that they are, like I said, silent. They're complicit with the bullying and they're not standing up for their more vulnerable members, their vulnerable colleagues who need their support in order to not 
be injured, in order to not be attacked or intimidated or harassed or bullies. And if you think of this nursing unit as a herd, we have to think about how are we protecting our elders and how are we protecting the younger ones, the novices? How are we making sure that they have the mentoring, the precepting, the protection, and where they feel that they're being supported in becoming expert? They're being supported in entering into this profession and making their way so that they can become successful clinicians and successful nurses and healthcare providers. What can we do in order to make these folks feel comfortable and make sure that they succeed? So, of course, as my friend Renee Thompson talks about all the time, and I'll have a link to Renee Thompson in the show notes at ReneeThompsonSpeaks.com, Renee is one of the foremost national or maybe global experts on bullying and nursing, and she helps healthcare organizations eradicate bullying from their midst. So, Renee often points out that when bullying is met with silence, the bully feels empowered. And when nothing is happening either from fellow staff or administration or the executives of an organization, bullying can run rampant and it can become a deep part of the culture of a workplace, a very sad part of the culture, mind you. So we have this old adage that nurses eat their young, that we eat our young, that we chew them up and spit them out, that we throw them into the fire, we skip the frying pan. And you know what? That paradigm is shifting. We need to continue to shift it because it's so important to empower those young novice nurses instead and help them to succeed because you know what? They're going to be taking care of us when we're old. They're going to be taking care of our families. So we need them and we need to keep them. We can't throw them to the lions, my friends. So yes, we can learn the skills to keep these nurses in the profession. We can learn the skills of making ourselves bullyproof. And then we can also learn how to get rid of bullies, how to eradicate them, remove them from our midst. And we can also learn how to document behavior aberrant behavior, incivility, discrimination, harassment, so that that documentation can be used legally to help an organization actually fire a bully and get her or him out of there. Folks, we need to make different choices because these choices affect our success and our happiness at work, and it also affects those around us. And of course, we're more likely to be happy in our work if those around us are happy. None of us want to show up at work and have to deal with a bully. We don't want to have to deal with aberrant, uncivil behavior. We want to go to work and feel like we can do the best we can do, be the best who we can be, really help knock it out of the park in terms of the care we give our patients, and make nursing something that really makes all of us happy and fulfilled and also fulfills the mission of being nurses, which is providing awesome care to our patients and to the patient populations that we serve. So I do recommend that you check out Renee Thompson Speaks, check out Renee's work, her books, her talks. She has YouTube videos you can listen to. I will post some links 
in the show notes to many different platforms for Renee, because it's important to understand this. And I also am going to have some links to Dr. Susan Strauss, who also is an expert in bullying. And she's also expert in Title IX, in discrimination against women and protected classes. And she has a deep understanding of what the legal differences are between bullying, harassment, intimidation, and discrimination. There are very significant differences that we must understand because there actually is no legal definition for bullying. So there are methods for removing bullies or people who are discriminating or harassing other staff members. And we need to understand the implications and we also have to understand how to talk about and document this type of behavior so that we can get it out of our facilities so that we can practice happily and healthily. So my friends, this is a short podcast for you just to whet your appetite about this whole notion of bullying and intimidation and discrimination and harassment and uncivil behavior in the healthcare milieu, especially among nurses. This is nurse-to-nurse violence, lateral violence, also known as horizontal violence. And when you look at your team, I want you to take a close look at the people you work with. What happens with the new blood, the new gazelles who enter the herd? What are you doing to make them safe? What are you doing to help them feel welcome? How are you protecting them? How are you lifting them up, educating them, empowering them, and precepting them and mentoring them so that they can become successful members of the unit, successful members of the herd? Also, Think about your older, more experienced nurses. Are there ways in which they're being pushed to the side because maybe they're not quite so quick and savvy with new technology, or maybe they have older ways of thinking that you think need to be updated? What are you doing to make sure those nurses feel included so that the older nurses aren't getting shouldered out and pushed aside as if they need to be put out to pasture and the younger nurses are being welcomed and they're being integrated into the community, into the culture of your workplace. I want you to look closely at that and let me know if you have any thoughts. Let me know if you have any experiences you'd like to share. I'd really like to hear about it. I hope you feel empowered from this episode, and I want you to take inspired action. If you need any help from me in that regard, please let me know. You can email me at keith at nursekeith.com. And did you know you can become a patron of the Nurse Keith Show? Several of my listeners are now patrons. They pledge as little as $2 a month just to show a little bit of love and support for the resources it takes to produce The Nurse Keith Show. I'm very grateful to Blair Lamb and Renee Thompson and a number of other listeners who are supporting the show. You can pledge as little as $2 a month, but if you pledge at least $5 a month, there are some pretty cool premiums and gifts that I will send you in the mail by U.S. mail. Imagine that. And you can head over to patreon.com forward slash nurse Keith. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash nurse Keith to learn more about my patreon.com ongoing campaign. 
The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by the excellent Tim Hollowell of thepodcastingguy.com. Hats off to Tim for the amazing work he does. And he's also now producing shows for the Pulse Media Network. And we're super grateful to Tim and his team for their amazing work. Social media and promotion are handled by Mark Cappy Spiesen. Hats off to you too, Mark. Thank you so much for your help. Remember, you can post a review and a rating on iTunes. It helps other people find the show. On Twitter, I am at Nurse Keith. On Facebook, Nurse Keith Coaching. And on Instagram, Nurse Keith Coaching. Sign up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com. Leave me a voicemail on the banner at the left side of any page of my website. You can leave a question and I will answer it on the air. And thank you for leaving a question. So head over to nursekeith.com to leave me a voicemail. So folks, stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and tune in again as we continue to explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying and fun and wonderful than you ever imagined it could be. Be well, dig deep, keep in touch, and I'll talk to you next time.